Hi, I'm Amy Honorado, and you're listening to another DMN one-on-one podcast. I'm joined here today by Ifrat Ravid, Chief of Marketing and Strategy Americas at Content Square. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me here, Amy. It's wonderful. Now, I think today we're really going to dive into your story. Your route to success isn't the traditional one, and it's a really interesting look at how women can rise to achievements in, in the marketing space. So I guess, you know, do you want to start from, from the beginning and, and how you kind of moved up? Absolutely. So I didn't start from the traditional marketing background. I actually studied marketing only much later in my career. I think after I was VP marketing, managing 50 people, um, then I decided maybe I should study it. I studied it in a it's called Kellogg Wakanati and Northwestern University um, executive program. Before that, I actually was an engineer, software engineer, developing uh, robotics, um, simulation, and collision detection. And I was the most techie person you can even imagine with like these big glasses, big Unix machine. Um, people that uh, today cannot believe that I'm so techie. <laughs> <laughs> what? drove you sort of looking into marketing coming from that sort of background and is there overlap there in the skills that you have so it um, so first I'm marketing tech product so I'm not marketing um, consumer and consumer products which I think probably I should do it next time <laughs> my next uh, level of my career um, but um, I think the reason I moved to marketing and the reason I love marketing um, is because of customers. And the first time I was exposed with my very mathematician background with simulation and robots and, and collision detection to customers, I was amazed that actually people use the product I developed. I, it was so weird to me. I was very young, early 20s, and I couldn't believe that people actually use it and they actually save them time and actually going to all this manufacturing. I went to Fiat in Italy um, and to Pininfarina and really see how these companies use the product was amazing to me and meet the customers and actually get their feedback to me that I need to be there. The development is interesting, but I need to be with the customers. And this is where my aha moment was, how do I get there? Absolutely. And, and I think now, and especially you know, with Content Square being in the MarTech space, is there a lot of overlap between you know, the, the development team and, and how you communicate with the marketing team now? Do you, do you connect that in yes, what you do? Yes, of course. That's, that's a very good question. So I, in general, I will answer you that everything we do in, your li- in our life, we should take it and implement it in other places. And this is where you create the most creativity. So for, um, since I'm a huge believer in value and our customers are technology people, I mean, they're marketeers, but digital marketing, it's half technology. You need to be balanced in the brain between the uh, right and the left of your brain. So once you need, you need to technology, so yes, absolutely, I understand my customer better because I understand the technology. I understand when R&D tell me they cannot do it, it's clear to me that they can. Um, I understand when IT tell me it's difficult, it's uh, said, yeah, everything is difficult. So I can have a conversation with different people in this different background. And, um, and also, I also learned that everything is possible because with software engineering, the first thing you learn is that 
everything is possible. It just takes like, time and money, but it's possible. <laughs> uh, time and money, I think that is the name of, of the game. And yeah. it, it's interesting, too, that you, you come from a software engineering, like a STEM background, because that's a largely you know, a male-dominated field. And kind of starting there, you know, when, you were, when you were younger, did you see a challenge there as, as being a woman in the space? Or, or is that, like, what was your experience kind of permeating that? So, so I think um, software engineering, you see more and more women now. Um, when I started, especially in the mechanical engineering of software engineering, there was no women at all. I think even today, mechanical engineering is less appealing to, to women, uh, which is a shame because I think we can bring great creativity to, to mechanical engineering as well. Um, so I don't remember it as an issue that there were, weren't a lot of women. Um, Actually, the restroom were always available. So, <laughs> um, but but um, I think the one thing that um, taught me how to deal with different type of people um, in mechanical engineering and with male specifically is that it's more difficult to get promoted. That I think to to be there as the only woman wasn't that difficult, but to get promoted and to be seem as someone that actually understands the field, that actually understands robotics, that others actually can go to engineers in fiat and work with them uh, to get the requirements in a very good way, because I wanted to start with being a product manager as a one step to marketer. That took me, I think, maybe 25 discussions with different type of people in the organization to convince them that I can. Yeah, that's interesting. So it wasn't just, you know, one person. It was this mentality, kind of different people, different things as a whole that you had to kind of push through or not even push through, but discuss and go forward until you finally got to the answer at the top that you needed. Yeah. I guess kind of moving forward in your career, do you see the same types of things in in marketing? Because it's a different space than than staff. Yeah, marketing actually... um and digital marketing specifically is dominant by both sex actually marketing maybe I see a lot of CMOs that are women and in digital marketing I see a little more men because it's more technology specific but still you see both and I think the best creativity is when you have this diversity when you you have both sex or both genders really working together to one and, and, and it's almost not important. I mean, to me, it's not important uh, who, who's a person, background, what they are. It's only what they want to bring to the table. So to me, it's great to see a lot of CMO marketeers, but I want to see women in, and I, I hope I'm not pitching right now, but I want <laughs> to see men in, women in sales, and I want to see women in um, engineering and IT. I have two girls. And I really want them to see them as their CEOs one day and opening their own companies. And uh, to me, the next generation, we won't have this issue at all. They won't be a minority in any of the this Fortune 500 C-level. We will see more and more women, I'm sure. Yeah, and it could be tough, too. You know, if you're you know, a younger marketer, you know, maybe fresh out of college or a couple years into your career and you haven't quite made that middle manager, upper manager status yet, putting yourself forward and, and going and making those 
hundreds of meetings that you need to go to to kind of push your career. So as someone who did that, you know, what kind of things did you learn from that experience or how other people can kind of learn from that as well? So I think tough is good, is the name of the game. Even now, August, my kids are at, um, at home and I'm here in New York. I live in California. Um, I, I think the main price you pay is the traveling. If you are doing anything international or if you see customers, you need to travel. That's a toughness, that's a price you pay. And you need to understand that it's almost any C-level position you will get you need to travel. So if you agree to that and have the right system to support that, then you can do it. Um, I think um, putting yourself out there, it's the only way to get promoted. I think um, taking the risk, trying new things, that's the only way. There is no other way. And fight for what you deserve for, that's, or what you think you deserve for, that's very important for men and women, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you think where we are now, just you know, in STEM or, or in marketing, you know, the, the other sort of intimidation factor is that, at least in STEM, it's, it is still very male-dominated. Yeah. So just being someone who started there, any, any advice for women who may be looking at those types of careers and, but not knowing exactly where to start or how to navigate that? Yeah, yes, absolutely. So I'm a huge believer on the next generation. So I'm uh, volunteering in a special program in, in my town to help girls and also boys to push them to even entrepreneurship, not only STEM, but even open your own business. This, you almost don't see women, right? I think it's like over 80% men of a small business um, owned by men. So to me, the most important thing is just trying it and doing the only advice I I would say is don't be afraid. I know it sounds really, really lame, but who would say no to you? I mean, you are a, you're young, you are smart. We need you, right? We need the world need you to to push us forward to the next idea, to the next generation, to the next technology, to the next business. Just go for it. I mean, the worst case that will happen, you will fail. I mean, you will fail ten times until you succeed. We know all the best men and the best women fail one time or ten times until they succeed. So to me, it's um, it's easier to start in technology. So now I'm being very, very sincere, right? Much easier to start in technology than to start with marketing. Um, the, the demand for engineers in the world is huge. It's just there is not enough engineers in the world. So if you want to find the first job out of college easily, just study engineering, STEM. I know it sounds easier than it is because some people tell me we are not as technology-wise and so on, but if you can, if you have it in you, it's so much easier to get promoted and to start with engineering than with anything else. This is just my two cents for my yeah, career. Yeah, and it, it's, <laughs> it's interesting too because especially in the MarTech space, there is this like emerging conversation where you know marketers need to be more technical and you know, vice versa where developers also need to think about marketing. Yeah. So whichever way you approach it, if you're someone going into the MarTech space, whether it's as a marketer or as a developer, having that background could be beneficial whichever way you approach it, essentially. Yeah, it's all about the tools we use, right? We have, in our stack, we have maybe 15, 16 different technology tools that I use as a marketeer, so you definitely need to understand how to use them, how to work with them, how to make 
how to optimize everything. Excel is our number one friend, right? In uh, marketing, it's not creatively, uh, it's not Adobe Creative Suite, it's actually Excel for all, every work. So I, I agree with you, technology is a mandatory knowledge for marketeer. Absolutely, and I think just one more, one more question, we're, we're kind of, we're almost at time, but about kind of mentoring and a lot of, you know, this idea of, of women helping women and kind of growing in those careers as well. So any advice on, on finding a, a woman mentor, whether, you know, being in the, in the software space or, or in the marketing space and how you can kind of build those relationships as you move in your career? So I think, um, it's really fun to mentor. So I mentor a couple of people and it's really fun. So asking a person you want to learn from to mentor, I would say 99.9% they will say yes. Because people first love to share their experience. As I, I really enjoy this discussion, it's so easy, right? You're not asking me really difficult question, only about myself. So people like to share their experience. People really like to, to help. For that, you always have the time. So this day is not busy enough to do that. And I think um, anyone you will ask to mentor you would really would say yes, because people really like to do it. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know, were there times where you had to go to someone where you were faced with, maybe you were faced with a challenge or, or how you kind of maneuvered that as you, as you grew in your career? So I had two unbelievable mentors, but both of them were male because it was mechanical, it was SolidWorks, it was an engineering company when I grew my career, most of my career I did there almost 10 years, so most of them were male. Um, both of them believe in me that I actually can do marketing and move me from very technical position to be head of marketing of this company. Uh, one of them was a CEO that um, I would meet him 6.30 in the morning every day because he started, both of us started that day and he always told me, do whatever you want, make more mistakes that um, you, I believe in you, I know you will make mistakes, but you will make much better or good decisions and mistakes, so just go for it. And he always, he, he didn't just say that because I made some really serious mistakes in the beginning and he was like almost laughing at them. It was, uh, he find it very entertaining and never yelled or say, or even if it costs the money, the company money or reputation until we find something really amazing that moved this company forward. And the second one was um, back then the CMO of the company that um, the first time I met him, I was eight months pregnant, and I saw him and I said, I know I look pregnant, but I know, but I really want to move my career. Don't treat me like a pregnant woman, treat me like one, someone that's ready here to fight. And he actually promoted me when I was pregnant, which oh, was that's very, awesome. very uh, amazing on him. Yeah. yeah. And I guess you kind of, you were kind of talking about this before, but where do you think the future the future is is going as far as you know the workforce and it could be with diversity with male and female kind of inclusion or even just with skill sets we kind of touched on both both things today yeah. the way that skills are changing the way that kind of tech and marketing are coming together and the way these teams are built so when you look at at, at your team and, and how your team is moving today where do you think that's going to grow in the future or you know for someone who's hiring how should they be thinking about their team so 
By the way, I do a lot of hiring, so <laughs> for great market deals. So some anyway. hiring, some, <laughs> yeah. some firing, such yeah. as life. Yeah. So um, w- what I'm trying to say is that um, I think the main, the most important skills um, right now is filtering from all this noise. So people that can take a lot, a lot of content and actually distill it to something really interesting and tell a story. In, a, in one sentence is much more interesting or in one image than a, a long story because people don't want to read. So that's regarding the content delivery. Regarding um, the, the hiring, the most important skill in my opinion is creativity and being cultural fit, which means being human and uh, really understand people and work with people. Because today, it's almost any job, even if you are a software engineer, you need to work with a product manager, you need to work with the other engineers, you don't work in silos. So knowing how to work well with others, get the most of them and take the most from them. Um, and second, be creative, because everything that is not creative, artificial intelligence will do for us. Everything that is repetition, everything that you need to do again and again and again, in the end of the day, for every position, lawyers, CPAs, marketeers, Artificial intelligence will know how to do it, but creativity, how to get one plus one equal five, human beings still, uh, we still have the uniqueness, and you need first to use this uniqueness, not be afraid to dream, but actually um, implement it every day in your business. Fantastic, and we're right at time, so thank you so much for, for joining us today. And for everybody listening, Uh, This has been another DMN 101 podcast. We'll see you next week.